The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus and his disciples came near to Jerusalem, he went to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives and sent two of his disciples on ahead. He told them, Go into the next village where you will find a donkey and her colt. Untie the donkey and bring him to me. If anyone asks you why you are doing this, just say, The Lord needs them. Right away, he will let you have the donkey. So God's promise came true, just as the prophet said, Announce to the people of Jerusalem, Your king is coming to you. He is humble and rides on a donkey. He comes on the colt of a donkey. The disciples left and did what Jesus told them to do. They brought the donkey and laid some clothes on its back. Then Jesus got on top of it. Many people spread their clothes on the road, while others put down branches which they had cut from the trees. Some people walked ahead of Jesus, and others followed behind. They were all shouting, Hosanna for the Son of David! God bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hooray for God in heaven above! When Jesus came into Jerusalem riding on the donkey, everyone in the city was excited and asked, Who could this be? And the crowd answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm going to teach you a strange little call and response, a little rhyme. I'm going to say the first part, you say the second part. So I'm going to say, if you want to be a hero, and you're going to say, you got to be a zero. All right? So let's try it. If you want to be a hero. Excellent. One more time. If you want to be a hero. Okay, I'm going to tell you what that means. It sounds a little strange. I know. I'll tell you what it means a little bit later. But first I want to ask you the question, if, if you were the President of the United States and you wanted to look very important and powerful and you were driving into a new city that you had not been in yet, what car would you want to drive in so that you look important and powerful? Uh-huh. How about you? A Tesla. That's a good answer. A Tesla, because it's such a, it's an expensive car and it's a very fancy car. Yes, uh-huh. A Ferrari. How about you? A fancy car. Do you know what the president usually rides in? Anybody know what the president? Yes. A Lamborghini? I don't know. Maybe he does. What does he ride in? We're big kids, y'all know. What do you ride in? A long stretch limo, a fancy limousine, a big fancy limousine. Yeah, you knew the answer, huh? All right, so if the president wants to look important, he rides in very important cars, like a Lamborghini or a Tesla or a long stretch limo. 
That way he looks, oh, look, there's an important person coming. You see the car and you say there's an important person coming. Now here's another question. You know, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth was the Queen of England. She just died recently. But when, the, when Queen Elizabeth was crowned the Queen of England, what did she ride in on the way to the cathedral to be crowned? What is she, this is a little bit of a hard question. Do you know? A what? A limo? You would think so. What do you think? A Rolls Royce? It's kind of, believe it or not, it's kind of an unusual thing she rode in. A what? A chariot. That's a great answer. She rode on a horse-drawn carriage that was gilded in gold, like a golden horse-drawn carriage. It was very beautiful, and it made her look very important. It was like, whoa, there's a golden horse-drawn carriage. And so we know how important this person is, Queen Elizabeth. King Charles is going to be crowned probably next month, I think it is. He's probably going to ride in something like that. Okay, now, what did Jesus ride into town on in the story today? Jesus rode into town on what? A donkey. Now, if I were a warrior king, a warrior king, and I wanted to go into the city and make everybody afraid of me, would I ride a donkey? A donkey's not a very frightening animal. They're kind of slow, and they're kind of small, and they're kind of grumpy. What, what kind of animal would you ride if I was a warrior king? Yes. A bull. A bull? Yeah, that's a good one. A horse. Like, what kind of horse? Like, describe the horse that you'd ride on. Yes, a fast horse. Maybe a stallion, huh? With huge muscles. And here was Jesus riding on a donkey. He chose to ride on a donkey. Let me tell you something most people don't know. There was a, someone else who rode into Jerusalem that same day. Jesus rode in from the east. This person rode in from the west, and his name was Pontius Pilate. And what do you think Pontius Pilate rode into Jerusalem on? A what? An elephant, that's, that's entirely possible. An elephant or a huge animal, a huge uh, horse or a chariot, because that's how warriors rode. So here, coming into the city, is Pontius Pilate riding on some royal thing, and Jesus is here riding on a donkey. Now I'm going to ask a hard question. I'm going to ask the big kids, because this is a tougher question. What do you think Jesus was trying to tell us when he chose to ride on a donkey. What was his message that he was trying to send to the people of God by riding on a donkey? He was probably trying to tell us something. Do you want to answer? Uh-huh. That's an excellent answer. It's exactly correct. He said that, that Jesus was trying to send a message that he wasn't here to fight people. He was coming in peace. You know what? In Jesus' day, if a king wanted to say, I'm come in peace, he rode on a donkey. Because you can't win a war, you can't win a battle riding a donkey. And so he rode a donkey to say, I come in peace. And he's also trying to be humble. He's trying to be humble. Pontius Pilate, he rides on a stallion or he rides in a war chariot. Jesus, 
he rides on a donkey. He's saying, I'm going to be a different kind of king. Now remember, if you want to be a hero, you've got to be a zero. So Jesus is choosing to be a zero. He's choosing a zero kind of an animal, a donkey, so that he can be humble. Now let me ask a whole other kind of question. Besides Jesus, because Jesus is the hero of all of our houses, since we're Christians, but besides Jesus, who's the hero of your house? Who's the hero of your house? Yes, sir. Who? What? He's a builders. Oh, the builders? Okay, well, that's a good answer. But uh, of your family, who's the hero in your family? Your mom and dad, good. Good, your mom and dad. Now, why do you say your mom and dad is a hero? What do they do that makes them a hero? Yes, sir. They're just good family for you. Good answer, yes. They take care of you. Let me ask you this. Let's say that, I don't know if you do have little uh, baby brother or sister like a baby, and what do they do all the time? They spit up all the time, right? Like they're eating their mashed carrots, and there's like mashed carrots everywhere. Who's going to clean up the mashed carrots? That sounds delicious, by the way. I love some good mashed carrots. Uh, who's going to clean up the mashed carrots? Your mom is going to clean the mashed carrots. And what kind of job is that? That's a zero job. So your mom is the hero because she does the zero job. She cleans up the mess. She cleans up the mess. Okay, finally, one last set of questions. If you're in the cafeteria today, if you're in the cafeteria and there's a big spill on the table and you want to be a hero and you know that a hero involves doing zero kind of work, what do you have to do in the cafeteria to be a hero? Huh? Clean it up. You have to be the one to clean. You have to do the zero job. You have to do the zero job. So every time you want to be a hero, if you want to be like Jesus, the kind of hero like Jesus who came in on a donkey, you have to do the humble thing. Because the donkey is kind of a zero kind of an animal. So we're going to do zero kind of work if we want to be a hero, just like your mom who cleans up after you. Thank you very much. Let's stand up and bring our prayers before the Lord. Let's bring our petitions.